You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode is part of my Money Mastery series. This episode is the follow-on episode to the one called How to Develop Your Signature Coaching Program. If you haven't listened to that one yet, Go find that at prosperouscoach.com slash 59, listen to that, then listen to this one. The show notes for this episode are at prosperouscoach.com slash 60, 60. Okay, let's talk about common pricing strategies and what works best for coaching. Now, I could think of three common pricing strategies Cost plus pricing is where you calculate your costs and then you do a markup of the program so that it pays you well. Competitive pricing is where you set your price based on your competition's pricing. And value-based pricing is where you set your price based on the value of your offer to the client. That's the one I prefer. While I do encourage you to do the math, of what it will cost you to deliver your program. Always do that. And most coaches do miss this doing the math piece. It can be quite eye-opening to realize the cost of the time you spend getting a single client in addition to the specific costs of marketing and inclusions in the program. That said, to ultimately determine the cost of your program, I do prefer that value-based pricing. Here's why. The reality is, if you narrow to serve a viable audience and create a unique program based on market research, then your program isn't going to exist out there in the competitive world. So competitive pricing or so-called market value really is not a useful guide. Plus, I'll tell you, I have seen pricing all over the board for coaches, and I have seen over and over again that oftentimes the higher the price for the coaching program, the more that coach earns, the more likely it is they're going to stay in their business and sustain it and do well and have a great time. Few, if any of your prospects, are ever going to do cost comparisons, especially if you don't sell coaching but rather offer a unique signature program, which is what I'm suggesting. So here's what happens. See, purchasing a program is really an emotional decision. And maybe you know this yourself from having purchased some things. Your prospects are going to hear and see your messaging, start to build a rapport with you because you've struck a resonant chord with all that you're doing. Then they go to your website, which is hopefully already designed as a client-winning coaching website and not just an online brochure all about coaching. And on that website are beautifully streamlined words and conversion processes that gently encourage your visitors to have a discovery session with you where you're going to enroll them. Now, all of this is thoughtfully coordinated. It's strategized, but in a very non-salesy way so that you're building trust with potential clients over time rather than trying to convince them about the value of coaching, which is not only painful, but it just really doesn't work most of the time. 
your clients will hire you because they like and trust you. You've been in front of them with valuable content and your website reinforces what you've already been saying. Then in that discovery session, you lovingly assess if they are a good fit for your program, and if so, enroll them. You don't want to sell to people. You don't want to have to convince them to hire you. It's unsavory. It makes you feel skeevy. And most coaches that I know are really afraid of marketing and sales. I know that I was. Now, I'm not so afraid of marketing, and I'm not even afraid of sales now but I don't want to do it in an unsavory way. I don't want to hard sell anyone. I don't want to have to convince them. It's just no fun for me. Now, if you have a signature program that you have thoughtfully crafted to fit their circumstances, their pain and desires, then no hard sell is necessary. And this is why I want you to listen to the previous episode, if you haven't already, which is about developing that signature program, how you could go about that. I will say this, though, there is going to be a point in time where you need to ask prospects to enroll into your program, and you're going to need to stand firm in your pricing. Now, you've no doubt seen that a lot of people use what is called odd-numbered pricing. This is where prices end in a 5, 7, or 9. For example, a long-term high-value program might be priced at 5975 or an online training might be priced at $6.97. Now, early on in my coaching business, I eschewed that whole odd number practice, thinking it was weird, and I decided I would price things evenly. Pricing things evenly looks like this. It's, it's $5,000 instead of $4.975, or it's $500 instead of $4.97. And you may think, well, that's just more straightforward. It's more honest. Well... I know what you're saying. I felt that way somewhat too when I first got started. I struggled to enroll clients using the even-numbered pricing approach. And then I looked around at all the people that I admired that offered mentoring, coaching, training, any of those kinds of things, and I noticed they were all using odd-numbered pricing. Every single one of them. People who I knew to be wonderful human beings offering something of high value were doing this. And so I switched and immediately saw a difference in my revenues. Is that weird? Yes. But you see, we as human beings have been trained all of our lives on odd numbered pricing. And it's ingrained in us that it's a good thing. Even though our minds know that it is a strategy, we have an emotional response to it, even if it's not fully logical. So that said, if you have an issue with odd-numbered pricing, do even-numbered, or maybe even better, do your own testing. Try it for a while with the even-numbered, and then try it for a while with the odd-numbered and see what happens. Testing is always a good thing to do. Now, I really want you to learn how to encourage what I call single payment investment. With your signature program, you want to encourage or incentivize your prospects to invest in your program with one payment, one payment that pays the whole program, even if it's five months long, six months long, a year long. 
For example, if your four-month program is priced at $3,995 for that single payment, you want to make the payment plan total roughly 25% higher. And I say roughly because we want it to be easy to divide things up. We don't want to have 50 cents or 75 cents on there. So four payments of 1249 paid at the beginning of each month, which adds to 4996 is over 1000 more than the single payment. Incentivizing a single payment this way helps both you and your clients in several ways. First, they invest once rather than continually having to make payments, which becomes an irritant. Second, if they pay a single payment, they are not focused on the financial investment, but rather fully focused on their energetic and emotional investment, on their transformation. Also, and this is important, bundled programs like I'm suggesting you create for your signature program don't always deliver value in these perfect month-to-month increments. My own five-month coaching business breakthrough program is front-loaded with value. The first two to three months, depending on the pace of my client, are where I'll deliver the most support and assistance to create everything they need for their coaching business. The last two months are less labor-intensive because we've completed the bigger milestones already. That doesn't mean there isn't value in the last two months. It's just not evenly dispersed. And so it's a risk for you if someone pays monthly and drops out in the early months. In the last 17 years, 90% of my clients have paid the single payment up front for my signature program. I've noticed that those who opted for the payment plan often became difficult clients because They were not as committed to their own success. They weren't fully invested up front. They had one foot out from the start. A part of them didn't believe in themselves up front, and a part of them wasn't fully ready to have a business yet. Now, you could also argue that some people just don't have that big amount of money up front, and that can be true. And so those people may opt for a payment plan. But I will tell you that those people may be less invested in their transformation. In the last five years, none of my clients have opted for the payment plan. And here's the thing. When people want something badly enough, they find a way to make it happen. I've had clients who have gotten short-term loans, who have used a credit card for their payment. I've had clients who have asked their family for that investment up front, and then they pay them back incrementally. I've had clients sell things in order to work with me. Just to have that savings that they get by investing up front. Just that mindset and action of paying the single payment, making that happen for themselves, empowers the client significantly already before they've even started working with you. Now, one last thing about pricing. Some people advocate having tiered pricing. They say, give them a smattering of options. Let them choose for themselves what works for their budget. I tried that and it didn't work for me. And I've seen other coaches try it and it doesn't work for them either. One of the reasons is, is that 
people are just ingrained to choose the lowest price. And especially if they're not certain of what you're offering them, if they really don't feel excited about it, they're just trying it out. They're going to go for something that is low commitment, low risk. So I say don't do tiered pricing. You'll actually do better if you direct clients to your signature program with everything you do and then stand behind the pricing that you create. Remember, a confused mind never buys. This is so true, guys. The more offers you have that you're marketing at one time, the less likely someone will enroll at all. And also remember, don't sell coaching. It's a hard sell. That doesn't mean that you don't offer coaching in your program. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get to do it. Of course you are. That's what you'll be doing in your program. But if you call it coaching, there are certain expectations that are not always positive that come with that. Mindsets that you don't really want to encourage your clients to have, like that coaching is like therapy or that whatever you're charging for your program boils down to a price per hour. The last thing is, the more people you sell into your signature program, the more you will earn doing exactly what you want to be doing without high overhead, without all the things that come with having to offer other kinds of programs. That doesn't mean you can't down the road. Sure, you can create an online training program or create a book that you sell or, or some other kind of thing. But if you start your coaching business selling a signature program, you will learn so much about how your client likes to be served, how you coach, and what you love to do. It will pay you well and inform you about what you want your future coaching business to be like. Now, if you want to create lower price programs, consider making them all together different than your signature program. For example, offer an online program about a different thing that your target audience wants help with that isn't included in your signature program. That way, it's not only different in focus, but it's also different in format. And so you're not competing with yourself for your signature program. And sell that thing as a downsell only after someone firmly turns down your signature program or sell it as a now and then kind of campaign, something that's not available all the time. It might be a way that you can get to working with someone who then you sell into your signature program after they've done that shorter, less expensive program. But consider that you don't really have to have another offer besides a free downloadable offer so you can build rapport and stay in touch with your network, unless you are prepared to create a whole separate process to attract potential clients to that offer. It's more work for you, more investment in marketing and in websites and in doing social posts and things like that. Now, this and the episode before it were loaded with tips. And in fact, the whole Money Mastery series is. So I hope you'll check that whole thing out. Consider listening to them again and putting these things into process. And please do share it with other coaches. Share it through social media or share it some other way. 
So many coaches struggle with this piece, so if you know other coaches, give them a helping hand. Also, if you want help to create your entire business foundation things that I've been covering in all my episodes, but also in the last two specifically, go to prosperouscoach.com VIP and tell me about you. I want to know what's going on with you. We'll then have a conversation about what you want and what's been in the way, and we'll see if you're ready for my program, Coaching Business Breakthrough which really is a way to break through. So stay inspired and make things happen. The next series is going to be about coaching business checkup, giving your business a checkup and see what's holding it back. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.